0: Now, the news on Wenjie. China has become the world's largest auto exporter in 2023, exporting over 4.9 million vehicles. The Ministry of Industry and Information Technology says the country's export of automobiles rose about 58% year on year last year. In 2023, China's automobile production and sales both exceeded 30 million units, hitting a record high. The ministry also outlined seven major tasks for the coming year. It vowed to promote the high quality development and large scale application of industrial internet. Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi has met with his counterpart from Cote d'Ivoire in Abidjan. Kaku Huajia Leon Adams said Cote d'Ivoire adheres to the One China principle and supports China in defending its legitimate rights and interests in the South China Sea. He said his country is willing to continue developing dynamic relations with China. Wang Yi said China is willing to work with d'Ivoire to advance cooperation in various fields. d'Ivoire is the last leg of Wang Yi's New Year trip to Africa. He also visited Egypt, Tunisia and Togo. North Korea says it has conducted a test of an underwater nuclear weapon system in the waters of its east coast. The Korean Central News Agency reported that the test was a response to joint military drills by South Korea, the U.S. and Japan. U.N. Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has expressed deep concern over the recent exchange of military strikes between Iran and Pakistan. Spokesman Stefan Dujarek said Guterres urged both countries to exercise maximum restraint to avoid a further escalation of tensions. He said the secretary-general underlines that all security concerns between the two countries must be addressed by peaceful means. Pakistan carried out strikes early Thursday morning against what it called terrorist hideouts inside Iran. The Pakistani strike followed Iranian attacks on what Tehran called terrorist bases in Pakistan's Balochistan province on Tuesday. Yemen's Houthi group has claimed responsibility for carrying out a missile attack on a U.S. ship in the Gulf of Aden. This came after the United States had conducted another round of strikes against Houthi targets in Yemen. Meantime, the Biden administration has again identified the Yemeni group as a terrorist organization. Houthi officials say the destination will not deter them from launching more attacks. John Gambrill has more.
1: We have seen new U.S. strikes targeting Yemen's Houthi rebels. These strikes happened over the last 24 hours, both of them targeting suspected Houthi missile launch sites, trying to take out missiles before the Houthis could launch them at ships traveling in the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden. This is a crucial route for international trade. Energy shipments, as well as cargo shipments coming from the Middle East and Asia onward to Europe. Now, we've heard from the Houthis themselves. Their Supreme Leader, Abdul Malik al Houthi, said that they were going to continue their attacks on shipping as long as Israel's war on Hamas in the Gaza Strip continues.
0: The U.S. Justice Department has released a review into the May 2022 primary school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. The shooting left 19 kids and two teachers dead. The review blamed cascading failures of leadership in law enforcement response to the tragedy. Benji Hire has more.
2: Many of the horrific and devastating details of that day were already known, but the nearly 600 pages now published almost two years on from the tragedy provide the fullest account yet of one of the worst school shootings in the nation's history and the botched police reaction. Leadership in law enforcement is absolutely critical, especially in moments of dire challenge, this report reads. This leadership was absent for too long. The review, consisting of 200 interviews and around 13,000 pieces of evidence, was offered to families of the victims on Wednesday evening.
0: The U.S. House of Representatives has approved a stopgap bill to fund the federal government through early March and avert a partial government shutdown. It has sent the bill to President Joe Biden for final approval. Earlier on Thursday, The Senate had easily passed the bill with a 77 to 18 vote ahead of the weekend deadline. It's the third stopgap funding measure this Congress has approved, first in September and again in November. And that's the news. I'm Wen